When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The greatest game since the last. the last greatest game the Bills played in the playoffs. Yes, or maybe the last greatest game the Vikings played in the playoffs. But we do have a greatest catch of a lifetime nominee going to Justin Jefferson. And one more play. We have the greatest play ever overseas. Tom Brady going out for a pass. That's our main export to Germany. Let's go around the horn. It would have worked the first The least we could do for them. You know, they did give us Heineken. We should have kept that one, honestly. How do you even begin to tell the story of Vikings Bills? Josh Allen's throw and Patrick Peterson calling game was Allen's second red zone interception of the game and his fourth in two weeks. But back it up. Before that, end of regulation. The presence of mind here to pass into fear. Instead of getting beat, which, you know, five seconds left, they still have to kick the field goal. But back it up before that, Gabe Davis's catch that wasn't. Before that, the most stunning, jaw-dropping defensive touchdown we've seen since Joe Pisarczyk. Look it up, young people. But before that, Buffalo's defensive stop. Before that, Cooks' drop. Before that, the greatest catch maybe ever on a fourth and 18. Justin Jefferson's whole game is a masterpiece. None of anything I just said was even possible without every one of those things happening. And there was more. I just can't keep myself from your takes any longer. Courtney Cronin, around the horn to you. What just happened? What just happened is the Minnesota Vikings, Tony, proved that they're Super Bowl contenders. We've tried so hard to poke holes in their previous 7-1 and record by noting how many close games they've played in, their wins over backup quarterbacks. But they went on the road against an MVP-caliber quarterback against one of the best teams in the NFL and pulled out a win. And it would be doing a disservice to the Vikings to chalk this thing up as lucky. There was the 4th and 18 improbable catch. There was the 17-point deficit they came back from after Kirk Cousins threw two interceptions and then Josh Allen fumbling at his one yard line the Vikings not only recover but they score the go-ahead touchdown with 41 seconds remaining in regulation I've got to give a big shout out to Patrick Peterson he decided to bet on himself reinvent himself going to Minnesota for the second part of his career he comes away with two interceptions in this game looks like the, every bit of the Hall of Famer that he is it was an incredible win for the Minnesota Vikings and one that puts them on the path towards the Super Bowl. 100% credit then she's giving to Minnesota. George Sedano, I'll bring you in here. Okay, I'm not giving them 100%, although she brings up a great point. Their point differential is being belabored a ton. They have the second worst point differential for a team that has been 8-1 in the NFL. you got to go back to the 76 Raiders to have a worse situation than that. By the way, they won the Super Bowl that okay, year. Okay, so there I you go. Give, so so, so you got to give them some credit in that regard. So point differential, not the biggest issue in my opinion. However, Chris Berman, to quote the great Boomer, you got to circle the wagons with the Buffalo Bills, and it's time to circle the wagons because things are going south very quickly in this situation. Josh Allen, all three turnovers in the fourth quarter and overtime. 
I mean, this thing was a disaster. 13 points off those turnovers led to the situation that they were in. And by the way, this is not just a one-game situation. The last three games for the Bills, they've scored only four points in this entire panel has in the second half per game in those situations. And in those three games, Josh Allen, whether he's dinged up or not, has thrown zero touchdowns and five interceptions. This is a big cause of concern if you're the Buffalo Bills, considering the Miami Dolphins are now in first place in the AFC Frank Isola, is this more about Buffalo or Minnesota? I think it's more about Buffalo, but say this for Minnesota. Come back from 17 down. It was an improbable win. Did they get a little lucky, of course, on the fumble? But Kirk Cousins drove them down the field twice, put them in position. The catch by Jefferson is ridiculous. But come on now, if you're Josh Allen, you name me the quarterback worth his salt who's committing those two, throwing those two interceptions, the fumble in the end zone. All he has to do there is make one of those plays, and they likely win the game. So I'm putting a lot of this on Josh Allen. And the la- you mentioned it, Tony, when they played Kansas City, now the stakes were a lot higher, and Buffalo made mistakes and lost the game. Today, yesterday at home, up 17, they make mistakes and they lose the game. There's no way they should lose that game yesterday. No chance. And Harry Lyles Jr. I think this is about both, but if we're giving the Vikings credit finally, then we have to criticize the Bills because the Vikings' MO this season has been comeback victories. This is the fifth time with under two and a half minutes that they have come back to win a football game. George mentioned the point differential. And the thing with the Buffalo Bills is this is now the third time that they've lost a football game this season where typically we've come out of it and goes, well, look at how much it took to beat them. Yes, that's true, but teams that ultimately end up winning the Super Bowl, they win those close football games. I think the Bills' biggest issue is with Josh Allen because of how good he is. He has to understand the line when it's time to be Superman and when it's time to make good decisions. I don't blame him at all for a lot of the interceptions that he throws. Because if I was him, I've seen that there's not a play on a football field that I cannot make, but he's got to find that line where he's starting to make some of those better decisions, and then they'll win these closer football games. George Dano back in. Tony, you asked me this last week if they had a flaw, the Buffalo Bills, and I said it's their lack of a running game when it's not Josh Allen. We talked about this when it came to his injury. If he didn't play, that they were going to be in a big problem when it came to running the football. They can't run the football, and that turnover is a big example of them needing to be able to run the football. Courtney, I appreciate your focus on Minnesota. Again, that's not being said enough. And you covered this team for the last couple of years. But to focus on Josh Allen now, back-to-back games for him, not getting it done in the red zone, those interceptions, not just head scratchers, but head bashers against the wall. He had a Willis Reed-type comeback from the elbow, but then was using that elbow as a battering ram to try to force fumbles on tackles after the turnover. The defense is having its letdown. So how troubling a loss is this for Buffalo, Courtney? It's troubling because this is becoming a trend for Josh Allen, you know, throwing interceptions in the end zone. It's his second game in as many weeks where that's happened, fourth in the last fourth interception in the last two weeks. I don't blame much of this on the elbow, though, because he was averaging 7.6 air yards per completion, which is right around his season average. So those three turnovers in the fourth quarter and overtime, for me, I'm not going to put the onus on his elbow. I'm going to put the onus on the fact that this team can't close out games. They're 2-9 and nine in one-score games dating back to last season, and they haven't scored a second-half touchdown in a month. That's a problem. Harry Lyles on Josh Allen specifically. Is there a hurdle he needs to jump over? Is it mental? Is it physical? What is it in the ability to close out games? I think it is mental. Again, for me, he's just so talented, right? I mean, the plays that we've seen him make, the player that we've seen him become after the player that he was when he came into the league – 
there's, again, to me, no reason why I wouldn't think that if I was him that I could make any play out there on the football field. But he does have to reel it in. If he's able to do that, I think a lot of Buffalo's issues, even with a lack of a running game, are solved just because he is that good at football. But if he doesn't do that, then I think that you're going to continue to see these, these games where they're close and they end up losing them because he tries to win the game on a single play. On the, on the botched snap, is that on a quarterback? I'm trying to think. It never happens because they're never in 100%. I mean, should they have been maybe in the shotgun and tried to chew up some time and, and give some space and throw the ball away, Frank? I, you know what? I thought that at the time because, remember, Minnesota had one timeout. So everyone said take the safety. Well, if you take the safety right yeah, away, you can't do that. you're giving the you ball back to Minnesota yeah. and the safety. I agree with you. On first down, I would have spread them out a little bit, throw it. Then on second down, try to run because once you gain yards, then they're calling that timeout. Then you can think about it. There's safety one or two plays time. in the history of the sport that are like what just happened to end that game. And now – there's one or two catches in the history of the sport, like Justin Jefferson's. This was on fourth and 18. So there's this catch. I don't know. I'll throw out a few. There's Beckham. There's Tyree. There's Edelman. George Pickens from this year, a good one. Lynn Swan. Anybody want to say this is the best ever? Frank, you? Nah, I'm going to go with the David Tyree catch in the Super Bowl under the circumstances. But they're similar in this regard. The defensive back tried to knock the ball down. Rodney Harrison in the Super Bowl also went for the interception as opposed to knocking it down. But come on now. Justin Jefferson, all game long, the catches that that guy makes, he is an absolute superstar. In a league where everyone gets overhyped, he's actually under. Harry Lyles Jr.? Hey, they just make him different at LSU, man. Justin Jefferson told us at the beginning of the year he is the best receiver in the NFL. Whether or not you believe that, it was true yesterday. And he is one of the big reasons why, no matter how you feel about Kirk Cousins and that offense, he How makes could you a lot not think he's the most valuable disappear. player on that team, a team that is competing to be one of the best teams in the league? You said he was underrated, Frank. Mike Wilbon yesterday said, can we use his name in the same breath as Jerry Rice? Wow, Wilbon. Wow. At that point, I think they were underrating. We'll move on. Another game I want to get your view on, how the Packers beat the Cowboys. Because you knew the second they put up this stat that the Cowboys had never blown a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter, you knew it was donezo. It's the Christian Watson game. It's a game where Rodgers on the floor again had a moment on the sidelines with Rodgers barking. In overtime, Cowboys had a, a comical offsides and then a tough call on fourth down. Analytics slightly ahead to kick the field goal, but McCarthy didn't, and they failed on fourth down here. Green Bay wins it. George, was this more about the Cowboys or the Packers' season maybe being back on? Tony, I want to give the Packers credit, as particularly Christian Watson. Shout out to him, North Dakota State. But this is about the Cowboys. And I'm not going to criticize Mike McCarthy for going for it in that situation because I wouldn't have kicked it either. He understands that stadium. He understands the win there as well as anyone. However, I am going to criticize his play selection. you got to run the football there with Tony Pollard. And the other part of this is, can we have a real conversation about Dak Prescott? And let's look at this. I've got some numbers to back this up. When the Cowboys pass the ball 60% or more in regards to their play selection with Dak Prescott as their quarterback, they are 9-30 and 30 in those situations. When they go under 60%, they are 47-7. and seven. They rely way too much upon Dak. They've got a good running game, a good offensive line, and the other part that's a big problem for them that is looming for them is that people have started to figure out you can run against this defense to neutralize them some. You've got a couple of teams back-to-back that have put up monster games on the ground against them. Great stats. George Sedano. Frank Isola, more about Green Bay or Dallas? 
Well, remember, Green Bay was down by 14 points in the fourth quarter, came back tied up, and they win the game in overtime. I don't mind them going for it on, on that fourth down play. George is talking about running the ball, but all right, so you're paying Dak Prescott as a superstar quarterback. You think in that case, you think Patrick Mahomes is handing the ball up? You think Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Is Did you hand mean the ball on third up? down or fourth down, George, the run? Because he wanted them to run on third down. He wanted them to run on third, which third is, down, I, yeah. he, he threw 46 passes. That's a lot, but there comes a point where he's put in this, like, superstar pantheon with all these quarterbacks. Really, what has he done? Harry, was this about Seriously, Dak Prescott failing to get it done for you? Not really. I mean, to me, this is about the Packers. You come out with a win that you absolutely had to have. This felt like one of those weird games that Dallas loses anyways. But to me, I don't know that this is going to turn into the big Packers run that we've seen in the past just because Aaron Rodgers hasn't butted heads with his coaches and the rest of his team in the way that we've seen this year. Oh, you thought there was something for that sideline thing? Courtney Cronin, how about you? The Cowboys run defense. This is the second straight game where they've allowed 200-plus rushing yards. Micah Parsons called it fire in the house. Well, they might want to extinguish that because they've got Dalvin Cook. They've got Saquon Barkley. They face Jonathan Taylor. Might want to figure out their biggest gap on defense if they want to get back on track. Not just fire in the house. Fire in the hole. Speaking of fire, there was fire from Rodgers. The lip readers, I know everyone knows what he said. For me, it was, (laughs) that's it. Forging the river on Oregon Trail. Come on. We'll be back. Fire still next. He said I'm on the Pat McAfee show. Matt LaFleur slept at, uh, slept at the stadium last night. That's what he was telling him. Sleep Death here. Death by dysentery? Around the Horn is presented by Crown Royal. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. News of the day from the Las Vegas Raiders. No news. I had multiple panelists Friday predict if Josh McDaniels lost in the lost to a coach who never coached before, he'd lose his job. Not the case. You just knew this game was going to be extra, though, and the emotion from Jeff Saturday in the debut win and the plays it took. I mean, Matt Ryan had a 39-yard run. 
The fumble the Raiders could not gather that may have salted the game away. The touchdown for Indy on the play after that. Vegas' inability to win it when they had a chance. And the two tremendous defensive plays from those inspired Colts breaking up would-be touchdowns. Derek Carr inconsolable after this game. Jeff Saturday soaring. Bill Cower, who called it a disgrace to the profession that Saturday was hired. Does a win change that? Frank Isola, what do you buy, what do you sell? Well, I think Derek Carr's post-game press conference was revealing. I think he's calling out some players. As for what Bill Cowher said, you know, to, you know, he also jumped over a lot of people when he got his job. Unless he worked as a production assistant in Davenport, Iowa, and maybe his first on-air job was in El Paso, Texas. So why is it okay for him to get a job like that, but not Jeff Saturday? Jeff Saturday is not performing open-heart surgery. He's coaching football. Give me a break. Harry Lyles Jr., You know, the internet and Twitter have given us so much over the years, but few moments have been better than tweeting about how horrible the Raiders are and then beating them two weeks later (laughs) off the street. That's it for me. So Saturday deserves full credit here. I know, Frank, it took me a second. I mean, you're saying he's not doing open-heart surgery. Sometimes it looks like coaches are doing the open-heart rocket science, Uh right? It's I mean, anything could happen in an NFL game, and here the guy comes out, and they have a pretty seamless debut. Yeah, because he put he put a lot on the assistant coaches. He was delegating. By the way, Aaron Boone coached the uh, managing Yankees right from the broadcast booth. Doc Rivers okay. did the NBA. Right. Why couldn't all Jeff right. Saturday? Right. Courtney Cronin, bring you in. Derek Carr is going to be the fall guy for this season for the Raiders. That's what I buy coming out of this. And they purposely put an out in his contract following the 2022 season. It'd only be $5.625 million in dead cap for him to not be on the team next year. Yes, he doesn't have a playoff win in nine seasons. He has a far longer leash than most quarterbacks would in that same circumstance, but he's not the entire reason why this team is absolutely atrocious, why they've played in so many one-score games that they've been on the losing side of. A lot of that has to go on Josh McDaniels. It doesn't feel like he knows how to manage the talent around him. He's 7-24 and in his last 31 games. There's no indication that he can turn this around at all. George Dano. Tony, we got to give Jeff Saturday credit for, as Frank mentioned, delegating responsibility. Matt Ryan had to run, as you pointed out. That was twice as long as his career high, for God's sake. Uh, and he he decided to to, to make sure that uh, he get, he put the ball in his hands for him to succeed. But with the Raiders, this has been an embarrassing season. They had a sack yesterday, their first since week seven. Uh, they've only had 10 all season. They spent a ton of money to bring in Chandler Jones to improve their pass rush. Which They spent a ton of money on Josh McDaniels. They got rid of a coach, that interim coach them to the playoffs well and and to my point let me wrap this up by saying that Derek Carr is the one constant he's not going to be the fall guy he's been the one constant in a team that hasn't been good he's been a great leader particularly last year dealing with all the stuff they dealt with but he's just a good quarterback and you need great ones buy or sell two Lions Bears this was a fun game back and forth Detroit got a, a road win for the first time in years and some great and some not so great plays from Justin Fields Courtney you were there the two-minute drill didn't come through for the Bears. What to buy, what to sell from this one? To your point, the good and the bad. Two things can be true. Justin Fields is terrific with his legs. 325 rushing yards in the last two games. That is awesome, but his late game numbers are not. He's 29th in completion percentage, in passer rating, in the fourth quarter. He's averaging 4.8 yards per attempt. This team can build its identity around the run, but if you want to win games, especially after giving up big leads the way that they did, you have to do it through the air in the I quarter. read Bears All Access, I think it was. Let me just, that, that said, 45 <laughs> minutes he sat silent at his locker. Is that true? 
You know, I was in there for most of post game. I don't think it was 45 minutes entirely because he kept going back and forth between the training room. He was limping a little bit. He looked like he got pretty banged up. He told us after the game that he cut his ear actually on that fourth down sack and his legs were pretty sore. I wonder why, because he's running a lot. George Sedano. Tony, Justin Fields is going to be fine. He's a young quarterback. He's going to learn how to, how to play the position better when they get better players around him. Shout out to the Lions and Dan Campbell, okay? They hadn't come back down over two scores since 1993 when Barry okay. Sanders was toting the rock and Rodney Pete was Frank the quarterback. God bless Courtney. She gave us a Mike Francesa. I was there in the locker room. That was great. I say a pearl of the time for Justin Fields. The guy is a dynamic player. I don't want to see him get hurt, but she's right. He's got to be passing the ball more. You can't run Parallel it all the time. Not uh, I will say, even though we've had a couple of losses by the Bears the past couple of weeks, those are long-term wins because we've seen that Justin Fields is a good quarterback and is the long-term piece for them to build around. Hopefully they do that. Thanks for your time today, Harry and Frank. George and Courtney, showdown. Straight ahead. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Around the Horn is presented by Crown Royal. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly, part of happy hour. 59 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 7 blocks. One of the greatest stat lines of all time from Joel Embiid last night. No one's ever done it before. The one asterisk is they weren't counting blocks when Will played. So what Joel Embiid did last night, George, the greatest game since when? Tony, you also forgot 101 points in a 24-hour span, but I would say 2006, Kobe Bryant's 81-point game, 28 of 46 from the field, 7 of 13 from three, and Phil Jackson, who coached Michael Jordan, said he had never seen anything like it before. Courtney Cronin? 1994, David Robinson went 34, 10, 10, and 10. Mm. Haven't seen anything like it since. That, the, the quadruple double, the rare quadruple double. I, oh, wow. I bet you will did double this with the blocks, but we weren't counting back then. We'll move on. Our main export to Germany, the halfback option. Leonard Fournette to Tom Brady. The play boggles your mind that they're throwing to Brady. Brady said he would have mossed them if he didn't slip. What do you say, Courtney? I say, why are you throwing the ball to your 45-year-old quarterback? Maybe if he had longer cleats, he wouldn't have slipped, but I didn't think this was a good idea to begin with. Man, Tom Brady's tripping, okay? Listen, this dude is clearly still upset about being on the wrong end of the Philly special, Tony. 
Courtney Cronin, wire to wire victory. Here you go. Today we learned about another story of senseless gun violence. This one happening at the University of Virginia where three football players were killed and two students were injured on Sunday night. Virginia's already home to the worst mass shooting on a college campus in history back in 2007 at Virginia Tech. Do not become desensitized to this. Parents should be allowed to send their kids off to college knowing that they will come home. Thank you for that, Courtney. Sports Center will have the latest at the top of the hour. College campus, elementary school, high school, church, synagogue, supermarkets, concerts. No discrimination in the violence. A uniquely American tragedy.